Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
Prophetic Healing and Miracles Night. Ministry of Fire invites you to He is God, Holy Spirit Power Program. Do you need prayer, healing, or deliverance? Know that God's healing power and healing virtue is touching you today. God wants to take your pain and turn it into joy, your sorrow into success. Turn your tragedy into a triumph. God is bringing a turnaround in your life. He is breaking the darkness and bringing you into God's marvelous light. Your miracle is waiting for you.
solo me refugio en ti Y tú me cubres con tu verdadero amor Y así me enamoré de ti y de tu presencia Muchas veces busqué sin saber que me faltabas tú Cómo no agradecer si tú me amaste así primero Sé que todo es por ti y en ti nada y fuera de ti Y así me enamoré de ti y de tu presencia Muchas veces busqué sin saber que me faltabas tú Cómo no agradecer si tú me amaste así primero Sé que todo es por ti y en ti nada y fuera de ti Devour. All your enemies I will put away 
thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. It is an honor to be in your presence. It is an honor to speak to you. It is an honor to know that you hear us. This is the day that the Lord has made and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for the opportunity of having another day of life, another day of blessing, another day that we can speak to you, another day that we can hear your voice. You are mighty and powerful. There is no other God but you. What a blessing is to share with you what is in our heart. What a blessing is to see the lame walk. What a blessing is to see the sick heal. What a blessing is to be seen. That peace that passes all understanding. Every single day, we can rejoice because of who you are. Lord, tonight, as we come together in one accord, distance is not an issue. We give you praise for what you're doing in our lives. We give you praise for discernment. We give you praise for the wisdom. Wisdom that you have chosen to deposit in us. Thank you for teaching us to see what it is of you and what it is not of you. Thank you for giving us the understanding that we can stand in your word, that your word is truth. And there is no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. As you prepare your remnant for the last days, to be able to stand and become a reproduction of who you are.
because you are the one that has the power. Because you are the one that is preparing us. Because you are the one that is carrying us to the next level of fruitfulness. We will produce for your kingdom. We will be the head and not the tail in your kingdom. We will shine for you, Lord. We cannot do anything without you, Lord. Thank you for the suffering that we have gone through, the pain, the discomfort, because you have taken the time to make us who we need to be. Even though it has been painful, stressful, but we celebrate you in our lives. We celebrate the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray for everyone that is listening. and those that will be listening in the future. I pray, Father, that if there is anyone that is sick, anyone that needs direction, anyone that is confronting a tragedy in their lives, that they will understand that there is only one God and that you can change their situation immediately. That we need to trust in you, even when we don't see any changes, we still trust in you because we know that you're still working. Holy Spirit, you know you're always welcome. Because there is no distance. I pray that you will touch everyone that is listening in a special way tonight. Let the glory of the Lord fall on each one of us. As we choose to become one with you, 
to obey you, to please you, to believe in you. Our lives will be transformed. For there is turmoil, Lord, let the peace of God take over. When there is uncertainty, Lord, let your spirit bring victory. We have victory in the morning. We have victory at noon. We have victory at six. We have victory at 12. We have victory around the clock. Because we serve a victorious God. And you have made us to be victory on your behalf. Mighty and powerful God, You are awesome. You are faithful. You are the morning star. You are the only way. There is no other way but you way. Almighty God, the one that transformed life. Almighty God, the one that heals. Almighty God, the one that brings your peace, your direction. You are the Lord of Lords. The light of this world. That light that it's bright for all to see. What can we ask of you? Our only desire is for us to live in your presence. Our only desire is to walk with you. Our only desire is to become one with you. Our only desire is to be a light to the world. Our desire is to obey. That every time that you ask us to do something, 
we will not postpone it, but we will quickly obey you. Mighty and powerful. Yes, you are mighty and powerful. You are the one that guides us. You walk with us. You protect us. You are God. We need you. We desire you. We want you more than anything else in this world. Thank you because you promised that you will never leave us or forsake us. Lord, I pray for this world. I know that you're in control. That everything that is going on, Lord, is under your control. Even though sometimes we don't see it that way, but we know that just because you are God, you have all control over the earth, over the heaven. Light is going to shine and it's going to shine bright, bright, bright over this earth. Because every knee will have to bow down to you and every tongue will confess that you are the only true God. Thank you for. asking us to be part of your kingdom, for choosing us, for separating us, to do a work for you. That anything that you ask us to do, we'll do it with a pure heart. And we will do it because we love you. And you deserve our all. Prepare for the days ahead. We don't know what's coming. 
but we know that it's going to be a lot of devastation. But we don't have to fear because we are yours. You're the one that is going to protect us. No harm will come over us. Because there will be a wall of fire and a hedge of protection. It's so good to be in your presence. It is so wonderful to speak to you. We come and become one during this podcast, Lord. Let the speak say, I am healed. And let everyone that is listening believe with all their heart that there is nothing impossible for you. Father, we pray for uh, Stephen. Lord, you know the situation that he's going through. We declare that they shut those numbness that he has on the right side, I declare heal in Jesus' name. I declare that there will be no side effect in his body. I declare that God will reign over his life. I declare that there is the miracle with his name. I declare that God is the merciful God. That he will not look at the past or the present. He will look at the now and touch his body from the top of his head to the bottom of his floor. You are God the healer. And tonight we have touched and agreed for Stephen. There is nothing impossible for you. But if there is lack of forgiveness, that your Holy Spirit will quicken in his heart to forgive. Lord, if there is any bad images in, in his mind about things from the past, the power of the Holy Spirit will destroy 
those thoughts, that image, and he will be restored as a testimony for you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we give you the praise. And if you're listening and you're going through a difficult time or if you need healing, we don't have to mention your name. You just need to take that word for you and rejoice that God never forgets us, that he is our healer. We were healed 2,000 years ago. Our mind has blocked that healing with negative thoughts. But we cannot doubt but believe. And it shall be done unto us. So whatever your situation might be, whatever negative thoughts the enemy has brought into your mind, remember that it is up to you and me to say no to those negative thoughts and believe what God is saying in his word. Father, we thank you for your word because it is life. And we thank you that we can declare your word and it will be so. That whatever is written in your word, Father God, it is life. But the enemy wants to bring doubt Because the enemy doesn't want us to shine for you, Lord. To testify for you. But because we know that those thoughts come into our mind to stop us from receiving the blessings. I cast out fear. I cast out doubt in the name of Jesus. And we receive the peace and the joy that can only come from you, Jehovah. our provider, the Lion of Judah, mighty are you. Redeemer, our cornerstone,
the morning star. We thank you for being with us tonight. Help us understand everything that we are going to learn, that it is so important. Because you want us to be prepared. You want us to have this information. So it will not be a surprise to us, but that we will be waiting to receive. To be transformed. into you need us to be because this is not about us even though you're using us this is about presenting ourselves as a living sacrifice so people can see how wonderful and mighty are you. We're just someone, a vessel that you want to use to save others. And it is up to us. I know this is so important, Lord. We thank you because you're the one that puts in my heart what you want me to share, what you want me to teach. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to hear after I present the information, it's out of my hands. And I pray that everyone that listen will be a testimony for your kingdom as we come in the days ahead, as we see things changing rapidly that in the midst of everything that we will be an example to others that will be able to love that unconditional love not because of what we should get or not get but just because of you pure love pure love because of without love your word says we will not go to heaven because above all things we need to love each other it is our desire 
to obey. We surrender to you tonight again, Lord. If there is anyone that feels a little bit away from you, that have gone through a hard time lately, we all go through situations like that. But tonight we say we surrender all to you. Circumcise our heart. Make us ready to move on with you and to be a testimony to this world. In Jesus' name, thank you, Holy Spirit. Stay with us as we continue sharing about the anointing of the last days. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, Lord. Mighty and powerful, creator of everything. You didn't make a mistake because every, every part of creation is perfect. So why do we doubt? Why do we fear? When everything that you have done, including each one of us is perfect. Perfect to you, Lord. Holy Spirit, just stay with us. Don't let me say things that are not of you or they are out of timing. Take control over my mouth, my emotions, my heart. And let Jesus be glorified. every day of our lives and until we see him face to face. What a wonderful day it will be. But in the meantime, we're here to obey him and do as he pleases. Remember, he's the only one that we need to please be obedient unto him. And whatever you do, do it with a grateful heart. Father, Father, we praise you. We praise you, Lord, we praise you. We praise you, Father God, we praise you. Hallelujah. Again, welcome. And I pray that uh, as we continue, I'm gonna do a review of last week, which it was creative miracles. And then I'm gonna go to 
number five. I pray that as you learn about the anointing of the last days, that maybe your mind will be a little bit prepared because I honestly have to say, I don't think that anyone will be fully prepared to see all the things that God is gonna do. But I believe that when you have a heart that believe that no matter what, you know that you know that you know that God said it and it's gonna happen. And I know that even though you're learning all of this, the majority of the people that listen, that they watch uh, in the internet, they will li listen or they will hear, but they will not listen because their mind cannot understand or comprehend and i understand that because it is difficult for me it's difficult for anyone but i know that i know that i know that what he has said is going to happen so because of that i just believe because it is not my doing how he's going to do that I don't need to know. I never ask him how, because to me, asking God to explain this in a different way or, or how he's gonna do everything, to me is disrespectful. I just believe because we believe, you know, we use our faith that we know that it is true. However, God decides to do it, it's fine but we need to be receptive. We need to be prepared. We need to be equipped within ourselves and in the spirit to receive from the Lord. Last week, we talked about creative miracles. And I am going to do a short uh, review. Uh, last week, we talked about um, that some of the, those miracles are going to be uh, the multipli multiplication of food. Okay, and I gave you First uh, Kings 17, 14, and 16. And that is when Prophet Elijah multiplied the widow of Seraphat, flour, and oil. Later on in the Bible talks about Prophet Elisha. He multiplied oil for the prophet's widow. Okay, so the reason that I want to give these uh, uh, examples to you is that you know this is real. It happened before, so it's nothing new. It didn't happen when we were there, but the Bible says so, and we believe it. The, and then the prophet Elisha multiplied 20 loaves of bread to feed 100 sons of the prophet. The Lord Jesus multiplied food twice 
and wants to feed the 5,000 men. The second time, to feed the 4,000 men. Okay? Another of the creative miracles is commanding food to come forth. That will be a special anointing that people will have that enable them to command food to come from heaven. Okay? And uh, in Exodus 16, it's when Prophet Moses pray manna from to come down from heaven. What is manna? Manna is just one of the many kinds of food that is available in heaven. And, and uh, I learned something that I'll share with you. Um, one of my mentors said, someone asked them, uh, what is manna? And he said, um, whatever it is, it means that whatever you need, God will provide. Okay, whatever you need, God will provide. There are many different kinds of food available in heaven. So one of them that you need at that time is going to come down. Okay, uh, let me give you some ex uh, examples of uh, creative miracles. Prophet Moses worked a miracle by converting the, the bitter waters into sweet tasting, refreshing water. That's Exodus 15, 25. Prophet Elijah, Elisha, worked a miracle by converting bad water that was causing women and animals to have miscarriages into good and productive water. That's in 2 Kings 2. Prophet Elisha converted poison food into good-tasting edible food during a time of famine. The next one is going to be healings and creative restorative miracles. God is going to restore. If you are missing a hand, or a leg, it says God will restore limbs. And it doesn't matter what part of your body you need to be healed. God will restore. People will be raised from the dead. Okay? Bullets cannot kill you. Before I forget, when I was uh, getting ready for uh, tonight, the Lord said that some of us might be asking ourselves, what about if I am not some of those chosen that are part of that prophetic company? I want you to think about it because if God told me it's because probably we all have think, 
what about if I am not one of them? Because these are people that are chosen by God. They're part of the end time army. People that God has prepared for years and years and years, probably I'll say since they were born. And the Lord said to me, tell them that even if they are not those that are going to be chosen as part of the end time army, they will be going through the same miracles because if you are alive at that time, God is going to use everyone. Everyone that has submitted themselves to God. So you might not be like, I, I can say in the front line, but you're going to be helping the people that have been chosen by God. We're going to be helping. So it doesn't matter if you're the one that when you pray, limbs are going to grow or somebody else is praying and a food is growing in somebody else's. It does not matter. Directly or indirectly, we are going to be one. So don't think that just because, there is no just because, because we will become one. One of the things during these uh, miracles, uh, creative miracles, is that even if somebody shoot you, the bullet cannot kill you because we will be supernatural protected. It doesn't matter who wants to harm you, no one can harm you because no weapon formed against us shall prosper. So even though you are gonna be a participant one way or another of what's gonna happen. Creative miracles of transformation. This is going to be a specific power that God is going to release in some people. And that person is going to be, or those people are going to be doing uh, unusual creative miracles. Okay. And we're, you says, what is that? This, I think this is, is going to be the, the hardest for anyone, or maybe one of the hardest for anyone, because it's the molecular structure of an object is going to be transformed. And I'll give you examples from the Word of God. Remember in Exodus 7.10, when a dry and dead wooden rod was transformed into a snake. 
It was a cobra. So it's wood that it was transformed into a cobra. Remember when water was changed into blood. Remember when dust was changed into lies. Lies, L-I-C-E, in Exodus 8. Bitter water was changed into sweet and refreshing drinking water. Remember, Jesus, water into wine. And I am reminding or reviewing because I want you to remember that it doesn't matter if you believe it or not, or if I believe it or not, it's going to happen. Because God has said it and it's going to be so. It, he's not going to stop because you don't believe it or I don't believe it. Okay? He's not going to stop. He's going to do what he needs to do. So what I am saying to you, that because it is in the word of God, what God wants us to do is just to believe. Just believe. Because we're going to see, the Bible says, things that no one has seen before. In other words, that the mind cannot even understand or comprehend. Those are the things that God has in store for us. So it doesn't matter if I believe it. We know that it's going to happen. And what he wants you to do and he wants me to do is just to believe. No matter what, just believe. I assure you that if you choose just to believe everything in the word of God and everything around God is by faith. Because let me just say, have you seen Jesus? You have seen pictures that probably are not like he is. Have you seen the wind? But you know that exists. So he just want us to believe. We don't need to ask him, why is this this way? Why is that that way? And I have to honestly tell you, that what it is in my heart, it is don't be concerned if you are going to be part of the end time army or if you're not. Because what it comes to my mind, and this is I'm sharing with you from my heart, what it comes to my mind is that the Lord prophesied. He prophesied um, 
maybe a couple of months ago. And he said that we needed to be prepared because some of the those that are sold out to God, God is going to take them to heaven because some people will not be able to handle what is coming ahead. So because of that, we need to know, and he said, do not start, uh, start saying that uh, he or she left because he was in sin or this, that, no. And God said that, do not. Because the reason that the Lord is going to take them is because he wants to protect people that for whatever reason will not be able to last what is coming. So because he loves us so much, he's going to take us ahead. And the only thing that we can say is praise God. Okay? So what I am saying to you is, let's say a couple of millions people, I don't know how many, but a couple of million people, they go to heaven ahead of all this mess that is coming because God is protecting them because God doesn't want them to go to hell. So, What's going to happen? What is going to happen? That they'll go. So there will be less of us. Whoever is gone is gone. Do not criticize. Do not start saying that he or she left because of this, that, or the other. No. And he's warning us. No, I am taking them ahead because they won't be able to go through the tribulation or the first part of all the hell that is going to happen on this earth. Okay? So just always remember that. If God choose me, it's because he's going to equip me for me to handle what is coming. But I will prefer, and I know, he will take me if he knows that I can handle it. And it will be okay. God's ways, our human mind cannot understand. So I want you to know that. Tonight, we're going to talk about the power for supernatural abilities. Power for supernatural abilities. The Lord will give us supernatural speed. Just think about it. You see, <laughs> it doesn't matter how much I study this. I believe because I know it's God. 
but our mind cannot comprehend it. I know it's going to happen. I know that it is God because it is in his word, but my mind cannot comprehend it. And it's okay because we live by faith. You haven't seen air. You haven't seen Jesus. But you know he exists. And it is the same way with what the anointing that is coming for the last days. Supernatural speed. You'll be flying like an airplane. Okay? The hand of the Lord, and this is First King 1846. The hand of the Lord came upon Elijah. And he ran, he ran a supernatural speed ahead of Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel, okay? So I want you to know that this is nothing new for God. That Elijah, Elijah experienced this. So don't think that, oh my Lord, this is me, the, fir the, the, the first one, no. Number two, prophet Elijah outran a chariot. Listen to this one, and you can read it uh, later on in 1 Kings 18.46. Prophet Elijah outrun a chariot pulled by at least two horses, which speed is about 88 kilometers an hour. Okay, so you need to know that this already happened. But it's going to happen to that group of people that are going to stay here. Okay. The horse's speed, you know that the horse's speed will reduce when pulling a chariot to around 45 kilometers an hour. That's still faster than a human. The fastest a human can run over a marathon length distance is about 21 kilometers an hour. So you wanted to run, or maybe you never wanted to run, but it doesn't matter what you want because if God chooses you, God is going to do whatever God is going to do. God is, uses us according to his plan and purpose. Prophet Elijah's speed may have been as fast or even faster than a cheetah, the fastest animal in the world. The prophet Elijah was able to run faster than the Horses and the cheetah, 
because of his supernatural power that came from who? Came from God. It's gonna come the time that we need to run because they're persecuting us and they're gonna kill us. And God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, and because he is God, he's going to make us fly away. I believe it with all my heart. And then we can say, and how is God going to do that? It doesn't matter how God is going to do it. Because if you're in trouble, you're not going to ask the Lord, Lord, I don't like those wheels. Can you change the wheels? No, you're going to get in whatever God is giving you and you're going to run. Why? Because you want to save your life. Okay. And uh, one of the, one of the ways that it can happen is God going to give us uh, wings to fly. Why not? Is God going to give you a horse for us to ride that horse? Of course he can. But that's not important to you and me. The important thing is because when the time comes, you're not going to be asking. Uh, I don't like the horse. I was waiting for a red horse. Can you switch it for me? Of course not. You're going to get in the horse and you're going to fly away. When we talk about the end time armies in Joel 2, 4 and 11 says, the end time army climbs up walls. And you say, what? Well, what about Spider-Man? If Spider-Man can do it, how come we cannot do it with God? I want you to think about it. If Spider-Man can do it, how come we cannot do it with God? Of course we can do it with God. And we're going to do it. Okay, with all these miracles, we're going to really understand. I don't know if we will, but we know that we're going to see that the, what we know today as physical laws of nature, they will be no more. They will be broken by Jesus. What we know, everything that we have learned in physics and all of that, can I tell you, all of those laws are going to be overruled. That power that God is going to put in, in the people it was going to be contrary to the laws of nature. So be expecting that what he's going to do 
it's not gonna, he's not gonna continue with the physic laws that we learn. All those laws, laws that we say, what, uh, what it comes up, comes down and all of that, all of that, the time will come when they will be suspended by God. All those laws are gonna be suspended because God cares about you. He needs you to go and run. because he needs you to run to another country or to go anywhere, any, how he wants you to go. So all of that, he's gonna break all the laws because he has need of you, because there are people that needs. Okay, I just got a question that came. Let's say there is a person that it's, uh, dying in Africa. Okay. And he put me in a horse. Or however he wants to take me. To go to Africa and pray for this individual. I want you to think about it. He's God. He doesn't have to take me or you because he has raised somebody in Africa just like this that can pray for, our, for that individual and that individual to be healed. He can just say, be healed from heaven and he will be healed. I have a question now. Why, and this is for you to think about it. So why do you think that he will go through the trouble and trouble, you know, because there's no trouble of sending me or you in a horse with wings to pray for that individual instead he could have raised somebody there or he could have said from heaven, done, and it is done. Why does God, and this is, uh, listen, this is me. Why does God go through all the trouble of saying to a horse, create wings and fly from now on. Can I tell you why? Because he wants everyone to know his greatness and his power. because he knows that you are gonna tell the other and the other and the other, and everyone is going to have to honor God and accept there is only one God. 
that is only one true God. And when he does, when he does the creative miracles, everybody's going to talk about it. So he will be exalted and honored. Everybody, he says, everyone shall know. Everyone is going to bow down. Everyone is going to worship him. That's my opinion. There is a story, um, because we're talking about the Newton's law of gravity and all of that, okay? And all of that is going to change because God is going to do what God is going to do. He created the world, so he's going to do whatever he needs to do to fulfill the word of God. There was a son of the prophet was caught in wood with a borrowed axe. The axe, and this is 2 Kings 6, 1 through 7. The axe head, the head, came loose and fell into the water. He cried to the prophet Elisha, asking for help to retrieve it from the bottom of the river. Prophet Elisha fastened his eyes on the spot and silently in the heart, nobody heard him because he spoke with himself commanded the axe head to come up to the surface. And it did. Let me, let me say, and that's 2 Kings 6, 1 through 7. Let me say something that is very, very, very important. It is that Elisha the prophet silently in his heart, silently in his heart. Can I tell you that the best prayers are those that are silently within your heart? I had so many experiences when it comes to those silent prayers. <laughs> And I have to say that it is something that comes upon yourself and that you cry and you don't even know why are you crying? Because I believe that that silent prayer in the heart is very, very powerful. He didn't have to say in the name of Jesus, no. He just spoke within himself. Always remember that eventually you will find out about the silent prayer because I believe in my heart that that is 
very, very important in these last days. It's always important, but especially in the last day when you or me, maybe we cannot speak in front of somebody else. The next one is walking on water. The Lord Jesus walked on water. He became as light as a feather. So all the laws of gravity did not take part in this journey. The spiritual principle when he walked on water is that the wings of the dove, which is the Holy Spirit, is going to come upon you and it's going to be like uh, you're going to have wings. Wings in the back, wings in your legs, wings wings behind your ears that we will be as light as the bird because it is something that we cannot understand am i saying that it's going to be like that Nobody knows how it's going to be. But in trying to explain to you so you have an idea, we might say this might be a way that you're going to be like a bird, that you can fly, you can stay afloat. Jesus was not the only one who walked on water. Apostle Peter walked on water a few steps. People criticize Apostle Paul. I'm sorry, Apostle Peter. People criticize Peter how many of us or how many of you have walked in water? At least he believed God. And the reason that he could not continue his walk on water, it was because he said it, I feared. And when you fear, it is like you are departing from God. You need to be prepared. And I say you, me, we all need to be prepared to walk through closed doors. And we have seen it in the movies. And we believe it because we see it. The natural law tells us that wooden doors is solid. That is the natural law. It tells you that's wood. 
There is no way you can go through it. But the spiritual law can overrule the natural law of science. Yes, we know it's wood. But if God wants you to go through it, no one can stop you. You're going to go through it. And again, if you're wondering, why do I have to know all of this? I'll tell you this. God is telling you this or telling us to, all of this information because he wants us to be prepared. Because honestly, we don't know. He chooses whoever he wants. You can walk through prison walls. And why do I have to do that? Because there will be many Christians put in prison and you're going to have to go and deliver them. You're going to have to set us free. If we're there, you're going to have to do it. Someone is going to have to help. And that's why it's so important. Because you might be needed to go and bring us out of the prison. The prison. All these powers of God, and this is something that is very important, they are not for any selfish or self-centered purposes, but for the glory and work of God. They are not for selfish or self-centered purposes, but for the glory and work of God. Supernatural roar. And that's the Lion of Judah. Remember that we talk about the Lion of Judah? And with that roar, you are going to command and decree judgment. Do you know that the reason that the lion roar is because he wants you to know he's communicating to you and me, I'm here. Don't bother me, I'm here. With this roar will give us power, supernatural power to command and decree judgments on nature and on the enemies of God. It says in Joel 2.11, it says, The Lord gives voice before his army. For his camp is very great. Joel does not say that the Lord's voice spoke. Instead, scripture says, the Lord 
gives his voice. So it is not your voice. It is the Lord's voice coming through you. Whatever you decree in the name of the Lord Jesus, by the will and leading of the Holy Spirit, it will come to pass. Let me give you some uh, examples. Number one is Prophet Moses. Prophet Moses commanded the earth to open up and swallow Korah. The whole family went. Number two, Prophet Elijah commanded fire to fall from heaven, killing a total of 102 soldiers. Prophet Elisha commanded judgment and two bears kill 42 mocking youth. Apostle Paul commanded a sorcerer to go blind. And the job of the two witnesses that are going to be in the last days, they will pronounce multiple judgments. Let me talk a little bit about supernatural transformation. One of the miracles, it is that you and me will be able to transform in something else. Okay. We will have the ability to transform our physical body from what I am now into whatever God decides. You can be transformed. And, and, and the, I think this part is, is easy because spiritually, you can look like a liar or like an eagle. Somebody can look at you and say, oh, and you steal you. But what they see, it's a lion. Think about that one. Let's say if you transform into an eagle. Why an eagle? The speed, they're really fast. Their eyesight is excellent. They can fly a lot of distance in a short time. They can fly high where the enemy is not going to see them. It means that we can fly high 
like an eagle, and the enemy down below cannot see us. What about the dog? What about if God transform you into a dog? Let me tell you the characteristic and maybe you understand. You see, if let's say if there is a fight or, or a war down there and you're going to be an eagle, okay? You are flying high because you need to know what's going on. Maybe God wants at a point for you to land and do a work for him. There is no other way for you to watch what is going on. What about if, if he choose to transform you into a dog? Why a dog? Let me tell you that the dog sense of smell is 10,000 to 100,000 times more acute than a human. So he wants, God wants us to be like that because we need to know where the enemy is. Dog possess up to 300 million olfactory receptor in their noses. 300 million a dog that they can smell and we only have 6 million in our nose. He wants us to smell where the enemy is. You know that there is a, a, a when someone disappeared, they use a dog because the dog can determine the direction that person took from a few as five steps. What happens when you transform into a dog? You will walk around as a real dog. The enemy will not know that the friendly neighborhood dog is a warrior of the army of God. You will pass on information to alert the army of God. As a friendly dog, you will hear what the enemy is plotting against the people of God. Look how important that is. Dogs can always easily see in the spirit realm. Dogs can sense and see demons and spirits in people. Okay. Biblical proofs from transformation. Okay, and I am going to say King Nabucodonosor transformed into a wild bird. Daniel 4.3. Many people have seen evil spirits in the forms of animals, such as foxes, mice, bats, snakes, and frogs. In the book of Revelation 16, 13, 14, Apostle John saw three unclean spirits that look like frogs come out of the mouth of a dragon, the beast and the false prophet. 
Moses' rod transformed to a cobra. The Holy Spirit took on the form of a dove. The Lord Jesus, too, was transformed. After his resurrection, the Lord Jesus appears to Mary Magdalene as a gardener. While in heaven, the Apostle John saw the Lord in the form of a slain lamb, transformed into the form of a man. It's something that our mind cannot comprehend. It is something that we might doubt that we might wonder, but it is God. One hundred percent God. We need to believe it because it is in his word. None of the things that I have spoken to you about are things from my imagination. Everything it is based on his word. And God is warning us at this time because he wants us to understand. He wants us to believe that the things that are to come, our mind cannot understand because it is God, the only one that can do all of this. God also wants you and me to keep that in our heart and in our mind, to know that those things are to come, to prepare mentally, and to know the Bible says that the prophet, the job of the prophet is to prepare the way of the Lord. And the Lord is coming. Remember that he said, I want you to know as a husband. That is important because he's asking us to change our mentality and to know him as the real husband because he's coming for the bride. It doesn't matter where you are. It does not matter what anybody says. God's army, I believe it, is already prepared. I believe that he has chosen his army before the foundation of the world. It doesn't matter if you are one of the, one of the people that are going to be at the front or that you're going to be someone that is going to be in the back. It doesn't matter if it's front or back. We all have a job to do for the kingdom of God. He wants 
to exalt himself through us. And that's why instead of sending, instead of um, finding someone or maybe he's speaking for that person to be healed because God always, always, always uses men. He uses you and me. There is a prayer that I like to for us to pray. There is a prayer that is called prayer to grow in the manifested presence of God. And I think this prayer, like any prayer, is important. It's not to recite for our mouth or just to pray or just to pray. But it is like that quiet prayer that you pray within it, within. It is important because we are surrendering to God and we are asking him that even though all of this is so out of our comfort zone and too hard to understand that he still God and that we believe what he has said. I don't have any problem believing my mind has the problem understanding, but I, in my heart, I believe. Amen. Uh, let us pray this prayer together. Father, in Jesus' name, we call forth the fullness of the Holy Spirit into each of our lives, families, and all the people around us. We want your spirit to burn in us. Send an increase of your spirit's power and manifested presence among us. We welcome the spirit of God to be activated in our lives as we consecrate our entire being to you. Amen and amen. Father, we just thank you. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you for allowing us to come together to learn about you to prepare mentally and spiritually about the things to come. It doesn't matter, Lord, if we need to be a dog. It doesn't matter who you want us to become in order for us to do the work of the kingdom. Search our heart because we desire above all things 
to be faithful to you. This is not even about heaven. This is beyond heaven. This is to make you our father. Satisfy with everything that you want us to do while we are here on this earth. We ask you to forgive us for every time we fail. We ask you tonight to empower us to move forward with you. We ask you not to let us look back, but to continue looking forward for the day that we can see you face to face, that we can sit at your feet. Lord, have mercy on this world. Mercy, mercy, we ask you. In the name of Jesus, Lord, and I pray that even as we go and start thinking about all the things we learn, that you will give us clarity, that you will give us understanding. We know that we have to live by faith and by faith we absorb everything that we learn today and we believe. Yes, we choose to believe because we love you, because we know that you are not a God that lies. You don't lie. And that you are the only true God. In the name of Jesus, we glorify you. We exalt you, Father, for everyone that has listened tonight and those that will be listening later. I pray that this week, your Holy Spirit will show up in their lives like never before. Lord, that they will have an encounter with you face to face. Lord, that they will come back with testimonies of your goodness. Father God, that where there is turmoil, they will find peace. Where there is sickness, they will find wholeness. Where there is lack, they will have abundance and that they will always understand that it is because of your grace and mercy that we are where we are and we have what we have. I bless them, Father God, protect them. Let your light shine in their lives. Father, that you will be glorified and exalted in each one of us as we go through another work week. We will be the light that is going to shine forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Be blessed, be blessed. And remember, there is a miracle waiting for you. Doesn't matter what your situation is, 
God wants you to know that for those that believe, there is absolutely nothing impossible. Just believe. We don't have anybody else to believe. He's the only one and the only true God. God bless you.